Yeah. All right. Cheers. Definitely have a few things to talk about today. So, um, yeah, but I think maybe we'll kick off. I believe that Loiter and Gorilla was going to give an update from the marketing group. And so, um, yeah, feel free to feel free to kick it off if you want to start with that. Uh, sure. Um, I once again have a deck to share, as you will probably learn. Maybe it's from my web two ways. I'm a deck guy. Um, so hold on. Let me share my screen. I've turned off my, uh, my, my outlook so you can't comment, so no one can comment on my 25,000 unread emails. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so hold on. Oh man. Uh yeah, can you see my screen? That's pawn. What's that? No. We can see it. Alright. And if I go full like this, you should be able to see like I can't see you, but it's all good. I can see your screen, yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing yep, it. We can see it. Alright, awesome. So uh the uh the, the marketing working group had, I, I think, a fantastic call last Monday. We went through a lot. Um, and just as a quick recap, where we left off, we went through a presentation two weeks ago. Uh, we put up a post on the, uh, on the Gov forum. We had a lot of great feedback, a lot of really interesting feedback. And we've taken the time to go and have uh, try to have as many conversations with the community as possible. Um, because... What I believe from at least the conversations I've had is that there's a strong desire to establish the marketing working group. And the most important thing is to align on mission, mandate, and, and structure uh, around that. And so that was what the call came and came to work, uh, came about. So the first thing I want to address is, um, and I, I talked about it in a little bit, but, we, but, but, um, but we, we had talked about objectives of the marketing working group and what should marketing try to do for pool together as either a protocol or a product. Um, and I know that, that there was some discussion around that. Uh, and the truth is, is that, you know, we had set this in, this, in the last presentation, we'd said, you know, 200 million uh, TVL is this objective where we can maintain the current, um, the, the current uh, treasury and, uh, and, and then we can start to grow and, and potentially even do some other things with some extra things. But the truth is 200 million is just a number. And so we're on a path, and we talked about this before last week with Leighton, we're on a path to 100 billion. We're on, a, we're on the road to, to, you know, to, to a trillion. And all of these points are just numbers along the way. And so to say we should have this objective of trying to hit a specific number isn't doing any service to anybody because what happens once we hit the number? The most important thing is to be a contributor to the growth. And so to do that, I wanted to step back and say like, what is marketing? Because there's a lot of people in the community who define marketing differently. And so, you know, the standard presentation thing, Webster's Dictionary says, marketing is the act of business or promoting and selling products or services, including research, research and advertising. And I was going to put in another uh, gift that says, well, duh, but I couldn't make it work and whatever. So like, but let's dig deeper into what that actually means. So marketing breaks down, in my mind, into, into really three areas. There's a top area, which, which I'm calling consumer knowledge, customer knowledge. That is understanding who is most interested in engaging and using your product. I'd use, we'd previously used the words personas, journeys, but like all it really comes down to is actually knowing, not assuming, but actually knowing who is the most likely group of people that are, going to, uh, that are going to come in and use your product most quickly who are currently not using it, or even ones that are using it, how are they going to use it more often? And generally, when you're trying to do that, 
you take that knowledge and you put and you and you uh, play it across three different channels. Uh, there are paid channels, which are channels where ultimately you use your funds as a medium to get your message in front of as many people as possible in, in some other people's space. So you're buying attention. There's an earned channel, which is, which is saying, I'm trying to get people to, or get, to organically talk about me. And anything that I can do that can get somebody who's got an outside audience to say, hey, this product is so cool. Pool together is so cool. Whether that's people talking with their friends and family on their own, or whether that is media talking about pool together in articles, or whether it's influencers organically just picking up and saying, hey, this is, this is pool together. That is, that is the earned opportunity. And then there's the owned opportunity, which is pool together already has a ton of fantastic assets. And there's already, and there's talk about building more, which is amazing. And those assets are meant to either get people to understand what's happening with Pool Together, uh, to understand uh, to understand uh, how it works and how it can benefit them, uh, or it can uh, um, or it can uh, it, it can work to try to to try to convert them or create community around it. But in traditional marketing, so when uh, when we talk about marketing, what we're saying. Is to use and I ended up uh, only installing one of them, and so now that we are, I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> uh, we're but yeah, hang on, we'll, we'll, we'll get about, yeah. So we're talking about using either paid channels and pay uh, to to get attention. Uh, sorry, using all three of them: earned conversations that we are getting people to talk about us with, and owned assets to drive faster acquisition for depositors who stay longer. So when we got pushbacks on our objectives, that was what we talked about. Like marketing shouldn't be, shouldn't operate to hit a set target. Our objective should be continual and profitable growth. And numbers are just a milestone on the journey. So what does continual and profitable growth mean? Oh, I'm going out, out of order a bit. I'll, I'll actually get to it. So what does marketing, can marketing do for, for pool together? It really comes down to three things. One, it can attract people to the product and the protocol. And again, it's important to distinguish between the two, but it, uh, but it can attract people. Two, it can convert the people that are coming at a higher rate. And three, it can retain the people who are already here to stay longer. And those should be the underlying objectives of what, of what we are trying to achieve. And how do we measure those things? We are saying that there should be two underlying metrics that we should be governed by. The first, uh, and again, I, I, I'll explain these terms. I'm sure a lot of you know them, but just in case, is customer acquisition cost is CAC. So what we're saying is that every time we should be measuring how much it costs us to acquire a new depositor, because even now there are costs to acquire a new depositor. And the efficacy of the marketing working group or how, good we're, how we're going to know how good we're doing is if we are continually driving our customer acquisition costs down. So it doesn't even matter. The first time we're going to have the highest cost, the first campaign that we do is going to have the highest customer acquisition cost. But as long as we're learning and continually driving it down, then, then, we're, then we're driving value to pool together. The second thing is that we want to drive the lifetime value up. So lifetime value, what, essentially what it means is if you take all of the, uh, if you take a depositor, and you take all of the yield that Pool Together can generate off of their deposits for their entire lifespan that they stay invested in the protocol, that is their lifetime value. 
if somebody were to come in and were to deposit a, if someone were to come in and deposit $100 for, uh, let's say, a month, and we generated a 4% return off of that $100 in a month, and then at the end of the month, they took their money out and left, the lifetime value of, uh, the lifetime value of that customer would be $4. If a customer came in and deposited $100 for two weeks, and they again, um, using numbers directionally, don't don't these are, this isn't actually how you calculate lifetime value, but directionally to get the idea. If they came in, they only deposited for two weeks, and then they pulled their hundred dollars out, then our lifetime value for that customer would be two dollars. And so, if we are doing two things simultaneously, decreasing our customer acquisition costs as well as increasing the lifetime value of customers, then we are helping pool together achieve its growth faster and more sustainably. Um, faster, more sustainably, with obviously the objective being that the acquisition cost should be significantly below the lifetime value of a customer. So that brings us to the question of saying, what should the pool together, uh, what should the pool together marketing, work grant, marketing working group mandate be? And we think that that means that we want to be, we should be the central hub accountable for public pool together user communication. That does not mean, and I want to be very clear, that does not mean we should take over from what anyone is doing. The pool together ecosystem is working exceptionally well. We are not trying to change any of it. We're trying to build on top of it. And so when we say public user communication, we are very cognizant that there are great things happening with Discord. There's great hang happening with, 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 with um, on Discord. There's the Chark's, Chark's doing great things in the community. The grants committee is doing, has, do, has got awesome grants already going. We don't want to influence any of that. We want to build on top of that so that we can so that we can help scale and expedite everything that's happening. So, how do we know we're successful? Again, uh, we want to, the, the key thing that we're proposing is one: increase total increase total value growth month over month, decreasing of deposit attrition, decreasing customer acquisition costs, and a slow increase of life uh, of lifetime value of customers because that is a very hard metric to uh, to accommodate. But again, I'll, I'll I. I meant to actually take the slide out. <laughs> um, so what's next? Why did I, why did I uh, present all this? Why did I ask to come and talk to you about all this? Because we, as the group, A, want to make sure that everyone in the community knows what we're doing and, what, and, and is aligned to what we're doing. And so, uh, so the first thing that we're going to do is put up a new Gov post in the next few days. We would love everyone to vote on it. And the Gov post is going to be different than the last one. Um, it's just going to be talking about specifically what our mandate should do we do does the pool together community want a marketing working group and if it does want a marketing working group are you aligned that these should be our objectives and our mandate we aren't going to talk about budget we aren't going to talk about compensation all of those things are going to figure out down the road once we get alignment that the community wants this and are aligned to how we want to approach it at the same time uh the, we met and we are we have we have aligned that we want to break up into quote unquote subgroups. We'll have a steering committee that's responsible for the brand and the customer knowledge. We'll have a group that's responsible for paid for paid campaigns, a group that's responsible for earned campaigns, and a group that's responsible for owned campaigns. Again, um, I'm only saying this because we have uh, because thanks to Tim, we've created a great type form that you can access. And I think we, we should drop it in the channel. I can't see what's happening in the channel, but we should drop it in the channel. And if you would like to participate in the marketing uh, working group at any level, at any level of commitment right now, the most important thing is to know, A, put up your hand and say you're interested. And B, let us know what, um, 
what marketing skills you have so that when we start to actually build campaigns, we know the tool of resources that are that are already available to us into the, in the community and what we can um, build across. And then the third thing is that, again, assuming that we get a positive response from the GovPost, and perhaps I'm being presumptuous, but I feel as though there is a lot of heart towards uh, establishing the working group and, and defining it with a mandate, uh, we're going to put together a grant and send it to the grant committee um, about doing our first research on user personas, as well as 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 a lot of people suggested, including uh, including Leighton and Brendan and a bunch of other people, um, the doing kind of a landscape study of understanding how how all Web three DAOs uh, and, uh, and 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 centralized exchanges are using marketing, what tactics make sense in the Web three world and what tactics don't, so that we can have a better understanding and approach of how we need to adapt traditional web two approaches into the web three world, as well as understanding who the, 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 uh, the pool together depositors are, what personas do they make and, and how can we use that number use that going forward. And then, uh, and so, and so, and, we're, and so that will come forward. And then we also have two really, really exciting projects that are already underway that we're super excited about. Uh, I don't want to steal the thunder away from uh, from Anne and and and, and Gabber and, and their Valentine's project, so I'm not going to say much more than follow up with them. It's very exciting. Uh, and then also, Chris K has come up with a fantastic idea around uh, creating a really simple UX around delegations that we've been working on as well. Uh, and all of that is is working in concert to all these other things that's happening. So um, that's what's next. That's what's coming. I would love for every single person here to, when the Gov post goes up, and it will be over uh, sometime before Monday, um, to to vote and participate, and just confirm that this is the mandate that you want, and this is the what you want us to do. Uh, and then also anyone who wants to participate, please fill up the type form, uh, and we will get in touch and put you in part of the community, and then we will move from there. Uh, that's that's the update for me. Thank you very much, and I will hand it back to uh, to Leighton and go and read all the comments that I inspired. <laughs> yeah well uh thank you um that was awesome thank you for that update thank you for listening to everyone's feedback um i do think just because given the time constraints we have um probably won't do like a q a about this right now but obviously um i know you're gonna be posting that so that will be the place to discuss it um so yeah just though just though a big thanks for for doing that and for taking the time to keep working on this um i know yeah, I know there's been a lot of feedback and I really appreciate your all your guys who are working on it, your commitment to it and your ability to iterate with the feedback. Um, no problem. And thank you. And also, I will say if anyone has any other questions, I'm more I and the entire group. There's been a core group of people. It's not just me. And I really want everyone involved to to appreciate that are available to answer any questions. Um, and and we all are. Are, are aligned on what on what's happening. Uh, so please, you can post in the marketing working group channel. You can message me directly, and we're happy to answer any additional questions offline. Um, and I also did. I just want to pick up because you mentioned you alluded to Anne and Gabber um, having something that you want that was sort of associated with this. And um, yeah, Anne, I wanted to open up. Do you want to say anything about that at this stage? Yeah, sure. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm just juggling between two calls, so if I have to jump off real fast <laughs> because I don't love you. Um, yeah, we have, I'm really excited. First, the grant submission I did was approved. So we're doing a great NFT initiative uh, for Valentine's Day. It's very much a one-off, uh, no loss, no heartbreak, just love. So basically what we're going to be asking people is to um, do a first deposit, or if you've already deposited, you'll be eligible to, and then reshare a tweet. 
So we're going to work with Galaxy to get this up and going. Really, we want awareness. We're having a funky NFT, which will have like a Cupid with maybe some swim trunks. Um, and they're throwing out uh, pool noodles to people. So it's just a really fun way to get people talking about pool together, get people trying the protocol. And then afterwards, as some of you may know, uh, Leighton and I are working on a, a bigger NFT strategy. So we will probably do this one right after the Valentine's Day campaign. So we'll have like good momentum around that. Um, so stay tuned. There will be a little bit of a social uh, strategy to go with that as well to get more and more people involved with uh, pool together and depositing. So yeah, I'm really, really excited. That's it. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, well, thank you for the update. And again, just because we do have a lot of things to talk about today, we'll keep cruising. I know we usually give more time for feedback on each update, but given how many updates today, that's not totally feasible. So um, thank you, though, Anne. That, that's really exciting. Um, so, okay, so uh, I'll run through these the last of these updates pretty quick, and then maybe we can sort of open up discussions on these topics. But um, a few other updates to share. Uh, one is the TWAB rewards contract has been launched. And so this is something I wanted to make people aware of because it, it's it's sort of a technical thing. It's sort of a base layer thing, but I think it's a pretty important base layer thing. And basically what the the TWAB rewards contract is, is it it's a contract that enables, um, it enables uh, anyone actually to distribute uh, bonus tokens to any depositor into pool together. And they can distribute them based on their TWAB, which stands for time-weighted average balance. So they can distribute them based on the average balance that people have had over um, a period of time. And so this is a super powerful tool because I'll talk a little bit about use cases. Like w one would be if we did want to reintroduce pool distribution to depositors like we had with V3, we could do it in a much more effective way. Because instead of people being able to just claim and, 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 uh, and dump it, like the farmers were, we could do it where it would be like, okay, every 30 days or every 60 days, you can, um, you can claim and you're claiming after 30 days based on your average balance over the last 30 days. And so that's, that's one application for it. Another application for it is we could potentially um, go to other protocols and we could say like, hey, let's do a joint, let's do a joint campaign. Why don't you guys give us, you know, $10,000 of your tokens, we'll distribute them to all pooled together depositors on Polygon over the next 30 days. So that would be another that would be another opportunity for it. So there's a lot of um, there's a lot of uh, I'm just checking if there's any questions here. There's a lot of applications for it. I don't I don't want to I don't want to take too much time talking about it, but I, I do think it's a super important um, primitive. Uh, this one question: Does delegating affect TWAB? I actually do think if you delegate to someone, that would affect their TWAB. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, okay, so that's TWAB. Uh, a couple other quick updates. New gas estimations went live on the um, on the uh, Pool Together app. So when you deposit, you can now see gas estimates, not just for your deposit, but also for claiming and withdrawing. Um, there's also a very large warning specifically on the Ethereum network. If you're depositing less than $5,000 uh, to reconsider it because of gas fees. Um, new homepage tra language translations went live this week. So thank you to the people who translated that. The homepage is now translated into uh, Filipino, Spanish, French, Portuguese, English, of course, um, uh, Mandarin, and I think that's it. But there might be a couple other ones too. Um, so that's an awesome update. And then one other thing that I really want to emphasize is there's a DAO happiness survey. So this is something uh, TR, TR put together. I'm going to put this 
uh, link right here again. Oh, Jack, you're ahead of me. I'm going to delete mine then. Um, so uh, yeah, really wanted to, um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just laughing at Andy's comment. Really wanted to uh, try to get a, try to get a feel, just a high level feel for where, where people are at in terms of um, their sort of contribution to the DAO. And this, this survey is really about the DAO. It's not really about the protocol, right? So the protocol would be more like, you know, have you deposited? Have you withdrawn? Why have you deposited? Why have you withdrawn? This is really about like, are you contributing? Do you feel like you're being recognized for your contributions? Do you feel like you're being compensated for your contributions? Do you feel like it's clear how to contribute? Um, as well as some open-ended questions um, that, uh, yeah, that, that are just generic. And so um, would love for people to fill this out. It's anonymous. Would love for people to be super honest, give all your best and worst feedback. Um, it's, yeah, I think it'll be super valuable to help guide, you know, because TRC is really working on DAO coordination and DAO onboarding. And so to really help um, guide how to, or, or where, where, what things are most urgent, what things are most needed. So please take some time to fill out that survey. Um, okay. Other quick updates, how to delegate is now in the docs. Obviously delegation is a powerful feature. We want to do a lot with it, but um, just as a starting point, that's now documented for people, just so you're aware. Um, there's a ton of stuff going on in governance. Um, one thing I'll specifically highlight is Brendan did publish a uh, 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 article outlining specifically for PT Inc. what uh, sort of contributions um, we have been planning to the protocol in 2022. Um, a lot of press updates around um, uh, around the Smart Investors uh, new podcast, as well as some new tutorials uh, that are out there. So those are the big updates for this week. And again, I'm kind of rushing through them because I want to have a lot of time for us to just talk. Um, so I would, I, I do want to bring up one thing. One thing that obviously there's been a lot of discussion about right now is um, is uh, updates to the prize distribution. What what the in terms of how many prizes are awarded each day, what sizes they are, etc. And so there's been a lot of discussion about that. I'd I'd love to talk about that at some point, but I also just want to pause here and see if um if anyone else has other things they want to bring up or questions about any of the things that were just mentioned. Don't be shy. I'm sure there's got to be at least a couple questions. I know you guys want to ask. Come on, do it. <laughs> the information still thinks in with most of the people. Lots of stuff happening. Lots of stuff happening. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, um, okay. What, uh, if no one has specific questions, what we just talked about, um, does anyone have a topic that I didn't talk about that they want to bring up or, or comment on? The one, okay. So since, since no one's, no one's jumping at the bit here, I'll, I'll, I'll throw out the one thing I, I would love to get a little bit of feedback on. There's been a lot of discussion I, I was mentioning about the prize distribution and specifically about whether at this stage, not you know forever, but whether at this stage 
the $1 prizes should be continued. Um, and I think, you know, the argument against $1 prizes is that um, even on Polygon these days with increased gas fees, um, they're not really, they're, they're, they're you know, I'll, I'll, they're not re really worth claiming or, or they're, they're worth claiming technically, but like half of the half the money goes to gas. Um, arguments on, um, arguments on, uh, on, yeah, <laughs> we're getting some strong reactions in the chat. Arguments on having $1 prizes, of course, is that, you know, in any given day, the majority of all prizes are $1 prizes. And so for small depositors, especially if you take away $1 prizes, it's going to take them a lot longer to win anything. Um, so there's a, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm trying to be, uh, 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 unbiased in my, in my, the way I'm saying this here, but there's, you know, strong opinions on both sides. So, and there's been a really awesome discussion about it on, already ongoing, but I just wanted to bring it up in this format to see if people who haven't weighed in, um, wanted to share their opinions, or maybe even people who have weighed in want to share verbally their opinions. Uh, I'm happy to share my opinion verbally while the several other people typing will be able to <laughs> to weigh in. I'm just curious uh, because the, the, everything to me comes back down to to user growth. So if if like in my experience in marketing and, and, and building um, programs is that people tend to respond to two things. One, what is the probability of winning? And two, what is the maximum amount that they can win? And so... I think the $1 prizes are valuable because it allow even though people don't claim them, it allows perception that the probability of winning is higher. Um, but I actually think, and this, this may not be what you're asking for, but I actually think it may be better off to thin the middle tier prizes in favor of some higher tier ones. Um, but that's my thought. But I, my, what I'm saying is I think you keep the, the, the $1 prizes, thin the middle, and move to the higher tier. I also have a question. Wait, and this is Chris. Um, let's say I win like a dollar today and a dollar three days from now, and then uh, you know I claim both those prizes at once. Am I paying one transaction fee on Polygon, or am I paying for each one? You're paying one transaction fee, but that transaction fee will be higher if you're claiming prizes for multiple days. It's not exactly mm -hmm. proportional. So, like. Mm -hmm. For, by way of analogy, let's say you claim one prize for one day and it costs 10 cents. Yeah. If you claim two prizes for two different days, I, I, I don't know exactly what the numbers are, but I think it would be like 15 cents. It wouldn't be 20 cents. Like it wouldn't be double, right. but it would be more. Okay. Under the sea, you might know better than me what the exact numbers are. Yeah, I think it doesn't help much. It's probably more like 19. So I'm going to jump in with my opinion, too. Uh, Please. Yeah, so you've seen me talk quite a bit uh, regarding the price distribution. And you may have seen that I'm also not in favor right now of $1 prices. Uh, I do think that the, the, the concept and the power that it gives, giving more prices to more people is amazing. So I'm going to use the idea that Daboon, I think it was Daboon uh, said in the chat, which is basically... I don't think that we can afford to to pay more than fifty percent of our prices of our one dollar prices just to polygon validators. However, if we could do some uh, gamification or, or something like that, giving experience to people that actually uh, 
could have gotten that $1 price, uh, I think we could actually be giving them uh, this excitement in the, in the experience while not just not using the, the, the funds that we have in the smartest way. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. And thanks for, for sharing. That was Rhonda, right? Who was just talking? Yeah, that was me. Yeah, and I know you've done a lot of work on this already, and I appreciate that. Um, thank you for sharing that perspective. And one, one thing I, I, you know, just to emphasize again here too is re, whatever change is made, you know, this, it's not, it's not going to be forever. Like the, 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 that's a, a core part of the governing the protocol is going to be deciding, figure, figuring out what is, the, what is the best way to distribute uh, the yield? What is the best way to distribute the prizes? And it's a very un, um, it's a very impossible assumption that we would get it right so early on. I'm sure there'll be a lot of evolution here. So I just want to emphasize that, but would love any other comments that people want to bring up at this stage. Um, yeah, I think I also like removing the $1 prices just because it feels really bad to claim a $1 prize for like almost $1 on Matic, and that's the cheapest chain we have, right? Um, and yeah, if you also take a look at it in the way that we're basically subsidizing the gas fees for claiming, um, then that's probably not the best way that we want to be using our treasury, which, yeah, we're we're using to boost those prizes and and then pay for the gas effectively. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for that, Torian. Um, and again, you know, in a format like this, we're not going to be able to fully decide. So I think the, the main goal here is just that people have a chance to voice voice what they're thinking. Um, so yeah, uh, with that, any, anyone else? Burner again, uh, I'm just going to say that even if you don't want to explain your opinion here right now in front of all these people, uh, you can, and you're invited to go to the governance forum where, where you have a couple of polls regarding the $1 prices, uh, the, the, the number, the price cap, and also some uh, price distributions. So your opinion and your votes are highly appreciated there. Hey, this is Tim. You might know me from the Pool Together Community podcast, but I, uh, I'm thinking if we can't do, like if you have to have prize claiming, then I'm thinking, and I was looking at some chat about going to protocol, like we're a protocol that other services could use. Wouldn't we need to remove prize claiming at some, at some level to be able to like hit Zapper or these other, these other places? Yeah, well, that's, that's a good question. So let's, um, uh, okay, so two things. So it is possible that you can claim on behalf of someone. Um, it, it, it's po it's possible. It's not, uh, it's po yeah, it's possible at like a smart contract level that hasn't been built today. But just so everyone's aware, that could be something where we could say like, okay, let's get this built and let's claim on behalf of everyone who wins. Um, 
So that's technically possible, but you know, I don't know if we'd want to do that because just because the gas fees, right? So that would be a consideration. You know, as it relates to things like integrations with Zapper or, or with or with like exchanges or with um, banks, et cetera. Yes, for sure. There might be a situation where, yeah, I, well, I think I think that's going to be case by case. I think in some cases like Zapper, it's very common to have a situation where you accrue tokens and you have to come back and claim them. That's kind of norm, very normal in DeFi. If it's uh, like a bank or like a crypto exchange, then yeah, that, that might be a place where they would say, okay, everyone who deposits through this bank, we want to just claim on behalf of them for any winnings they get. So it's, I guess, I guess I do want to clarify that. And I, I probably should have said that better the first time, but yes, it is possible that we could claim for people and it would just be transferred to the wallet. Um, but you know, whether we would, that would then mean we're paying those gas costs. And also, I would say that would require a bit more work. That's not something we could do literally today. It's something that is possible to build. It's just not done today. Good questions, though. Those are the kind of questions we need. Any, any other questions? Um, actually, wait, you know what? Let me see. I know that... Tanman asked a question. He said, "I'm trying to find it." He said, "He said something about sensitive question. Is the current token price causing pressure on PT Inc.'s ability to retain, compensate team members, or payouts to DAO contributors?" Um, first off, you know, thank you for there's no sensitive questions. So 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 thank you for asking any question. Um, from a PT Inc. perspective, I would say it's not, but uh, but it could <laughs> in the future. Um, you know, as you guys know, like PT Inc. doesn't actually have any pool tokens. Um, that's, you know, the pool token is truly decentralized. Uh, that's not, and that's not necessarily common in crypto. A lot of times, uh, you know, tokens get issued and, and a company retains a lot of them. So, um, so for PT Inc. specifically, I don't think it's an issue. I think for DAO contributors, it potentially is. Um, maybe that's something that we could talk about more either on this call or a different call. Um, I, I do think it cuts both ways too, though. You know, on the one hand, if a DAO contributor is um, reliant on pool tokens for, for a portion of their income, then that's going to be hard for them. On the other hand, um, DAO contributors could see this as an opportunity to, um, you know, develop a meaningful ownership stake in a protocol, which is not something that can be done really with most, with most protocols that are out there. So that would be my quick answer to it. But um, definitely. Uh, yeah, definitely happy to hear other people's or, or, or thoughts. Yeah, PT Inc. team members get paid in U.S. dollars from, from Pool Together Inc., the company. And that's funded by um, the investors in Pool Together Inc. Good stuff. Let's keep going. There's got to be. There's got to be some more. Maybe a new topic, new question. I feel like we get to these points in the community call where it could either end or someone brings up something and it turns into like a really good discussion. Um, if no one has anything to say. Uh, I was reading through the tokenomics governance post. There was like a proposal. Uh, I forgot who proposed it, but maybe we can talk about that because. Uh, there was some good back and forth, and I think that's an important topic, unless that's not for this call. Um, I'm just... 
Yeah, that's a great. Uh, let's. I would probably prefer to table that for next week's call because I okay. think there is there still is like. Uh, I mean, I can go either way. I I, I think you're to, you're totally right. We definitely need to talk about it. Um, the reason I was saying next week maybe is just because I think there's a very active discussion already on the forum, and maybe let that play out a little bit. But um, but may, but maybe that's premature. I, I, yeah, if, if, if people want to talk about it, don't let me stop you. I don't want to be the gatekeeper here. But I, I would say, even if we don't talk about it now, I would just affirm what you said, that it's a, obviously a very important discussion and that um, it's very active, I think, on the, on the governance forum. And I think, uh, I think if we give it a little bit more time on the governance forum, we can let everyone get their, their opinions out and then and we can do, you know, just broadly speaking, we're at, this, we're at the divergent stage, mm -hmm. right, where you entertain all mm -hmm. the ideas, and then we'll, we'll get to, like, the convergent stage of, like, okay, this is what we're doing, let's implement it. Yeah. And uh, if somebody could post the link just so everybody can go through it, because I think yeah, everybody should read through that and have formed some type of opinion for next week's call. Because, yeah, it's definitely there was definitely a lot of good back and forth. Uh, there we go. Chark posted it. Yeah, I had, probably better off doing that. Yeah. Just save it for next week. I had questions on uh, any updates on partnership talks that you can talk about, like on Juno or other platforms. Um, and then the, any updates on the, and I know there was some NFT delegation building stuff that was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so on the partnership side, that's, that's a great question. Um, not a super concrete, not, not, nothing super concrete in terms of conversations, but what has been done um, is continued work on the API and the um, SDK. And those are the foundational elements of making these integrations simple. Um, and so what we're, the, what the goal, the goal that we're working towards is that we can publish, um, I do think next week we'll be able to publish the, the documentation for the API as well as the SDK. And then that will then equip us to then go and say, okay, we now have, we all, we now have this sort of, okay, if you want to integrate with the protocol, here's how to do it in an easy way. Now we just need to go and get that in front of a bunch of people. Um, so I would guess, I would say the update this week was not so much about a com any conversations that happened, but more just about um, the work that's being done to make it easy for integrations to take place. Um, and then on your second question, I don't think anything was done this week on NFT delegation, um, like the smart contract work for that. Um, yeah, I think at this point, yeah, I'm, I, I, I guess to be, Dylan, to be quite honest, I'm not sure where that's at. Dylan looked into it a little bit, I think, um, as far as I know, but he kind of struggled with the same thing as me, which was it's not super easy to actually get a list of all the holders of an NFT. Interesting. I thought that would be easy. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Maybe it is, um, but I. No, you're probably right. I haven't tried. I haven't been able. Uh, so, I, I, just a question based on what I'm hearing about with the, the partnership stuff. Does it make sense to potentially source, you know, to create a, a called a, a new business working group or a partnership working group um, that's mandated to try to like 
seek out and build partnerships with with you know protocols and whatnot once the API is released, or is that more of a PT thing? No, I think I think it de- definitely does, and I think we should also definitely talk about how because that gets close to marketing, I think in some ways, um, and so how we see those two things like inter- interplaying and overlapping. But yeah, I definitely think we're a couple weeks away from being at a place where we can have sort of a, a pretty clear template of like, okay, if you can go and talk to a protocol and they want to integrate, here's sort of the template we can give them um, um, to, 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 to integrate. Um, and at that point, when that's ready, we ideally what we just want is like a bunch of people doing that. You know, we, we need a bunch of Richards going out and tweeting people and, and DMing people and doing that. Yeah, it, it it makes sense, and I, I I agree. I think there's stuff that that needs to be figured out. I I I you know we were, I talked talked with a couple of people about too, like the idea of being able to like there's a concept called recipe branding. I'm sure that most people don't know about it, but if you think about Intel, it's the great, best example of it. Where like if you ever watch an, a commercial for like a um, for like a Dell computer or or a, an Acer or whatever, at the end there's always the Intel that goes ding, da ding, da ding. That's like saying that Intel is the brand that makes the computer great. And so as part of a partnership, it, the whole idea is, is saying like pool together is the protocol that makes the, 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 um, the, the, the opportunity better as a partnership. And so you want the pool together protocol on as part of your initiative. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm digressing a bit, but, um, but yes, I think that there's a link to marketing, but they're, but they're not the same. Yeah. Yep. I, I totally agree with you. They're definitely not the same, but but yeah, I just want to make sure we don't step on anyone's t- toes. Um, I did want to address this. Tan Man asked another question. He said another token price question. At current price levels, if someone wants to buy a lot, there's so much slippage due to low liquidity. But if the protocol provides liquidity from Treasury, then we'll end up essentially selling our tokens for cheap. We'd be essentially giving them away. So how do we get out of this loop? I, 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 so I, just to address the first part of that question, I do think that is a real problem. Um, there's been people specifically just in the last week who have reached out to me who are, are wanting to get a lot of pool tokens and don't feel like they're able to because of the, the low liquidity. So I do think that's a real problem. Um, in terms of addressing low liquidity, I do think there is other options than just um, the protocol providing it. You know, I think like, what we did with, um, well, I, I guess what we did with, I'm thinking about what the Treasury Committee did. I, I guess I don't, I'm not sure. I don't have a good answer to your second question, your second part of that question, but I do think you're hitting on something that is a real problem. But I, I guess to the second question, I would just say I don't have a good answer, but I do think there are other options um, to get liquidity in other than just the protocol providing it. Well, I mean, maybe whoever wants to buy pool so bad should just buy it and increase the price. And then at some point, uh, the treasury is willing to sell at that price, right? It's really a problem of supply and demand. And if those two don't meet up, then one of them has to move. <laughs> yeah. 
just reading it, keeping up with this chat. So I'm going to jump in once again. Um, Please do. Yeah, so I've been recently, recently starting getting involved with the Treasury Working Group. And some things, I mean, of course, uh, these guys are giving some good thoughts on, on, on what to do with the funds of the Treasury. But an idea which is really basic and, and has come up is uh, that between we get, we get to the, the best solution and it gets implemented, some time may, may go by. And what we could basically do is, is try to, to, to take advantage of that time. And instead of having the funds uh, just sitting in the treasury, we could just go for a safe bet and put those in, for example, Aave or even in our own protocol to start getting uh, a little bit of yield. So uh, some quick calculations, uh, we estimate that just by putting uh, some millions that we have in the treasury on Aave uh, could mean around uh, 300 bucks per day, which of course is, is not a huge amount, but it ends up uh, being something. Uh, also, uh, since we've recently moved uh, the website to, to, to be or to have uh, before as the main point, uh, I think it may also be good to start thinking about moving uh, the sponsorship and, sponsorship and reserves that we have on B3, which I think are currently around uh, 3.5 million in USDC, DAI and, and even other tokens. And I think uh, it could be great to move those to to before. And actually, uh, how the reserves and, and the sponsorship works in, in B3 is that some part is going to the protocol, but other part is, is given out as prices, which makes it more attractive for, for depositors. But uh, what, the, what it would do in before is basically uh, grow itself. And, and it's like we're going back to this uh, flywheel uh, magic that we talked about, uh, from which just by having the treasury funds in before, we can uh, keep increasing those funds and and getting this wheel to move. And the more funds that we have, uh, the more that we can generate and, and have perpetual growth. So all of these ideas uh, that I'm just saying, I just wanted to introduce them to you uh, during the Next week, I will probably just write them all together and, and let's see if we can get this moving and, and, and do an, uh, a proposal and, and a vote to move these funds and, and try to get some yield out of them. Yeah, I would amen pretty much everything you just said. And um, yeah, I, I think you're totally right. There's a lot, there's a lot of uh, sort of operational things that can be done. To um, to improve the protocol, and yeah, I think the the perpetual growth narrative is powerful because it's true. <laughs> um, the best narratives are true, um, and it's a really cool concept that you just like have this pool of capital that keeps getting bigger and bigger, which keeps making bigger and bigger prizes, which draws in more deposits, which creates bigger and bigger prizes. Um, so, yeah, I, I Brander, I, I agree with everything you're saying, and I really appreciate you bring these things up and uh, these are the, the, a lot of these things are pretty simple. They're just operational things that we just need to get done. I'm trying to find my favorite graphic.
Uh, Leighton, do you know what's going on with the Ohm v2 pool? Is that being worked on? Um, I don't. Um, I do not. Uh, yeah, I actually have no idea. I, <laughs> to be honest, I, I didn't get the feel. Okay, sorry. I was just looking for this. That's where I silent for so long. Um, I didn't really get the feel that uh, that it was like a top priority for them. But um, I'm not sure. Yeah, we should definitely improve liquidity on Polygon. That at least is easy. Because I think right now it's basically zero. Um, anything else? Topics, conversation, people, thing, anything people want to bring up? I, I, I do. I, or, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I waited a week to open prices, and I won uh, three prices. It was weak. I mean, it was like a couple of dollars, but it was fun to, to just wait a whole week to open the prices. I know I mentioned to everyone before that's awesome thank you for the update yeah and um one of my friends that i gave a pull together christmas card to got the hundred thousand dollar delegation for this week so that's really awesome and um yeah he he's won both of the days that he had the chance to i think 25 dollars in total um so yeah that that was really exciting and um we'll we'll see how it ends up but i definitely see the the power of delegation and doing these kinds of giveaways and um so i'm really excited for like the valentine's valentine's event as well where we'll be using the same um mechanism and anything else that comes afterwards i think is going to be really cool Yeah, I agree. I also love this this tweet that I just shared. The guy who's like, my portfolio is in jambles, but at least I just won six dollars and pooled together. That's awesome. And I figured I can um, just jump in real quick. Uh, the Treasury Working Group is still looking at the stablecoin asset allocation. I know that there's been a lot of communication back and forth on kind of some of our approaches. So I've kind of try to take some of those into consideration too with what we're looking at for the stable coins. Um, I think Bronner's made a great point. If we take some time to decide, there are some approaches we can take in the short term before any longer term decisions are made. Um, so I can coordinate with other members of the Treasury Working Group and try to get something, um, something going there as well. I know another thing that we had talked about is trying to um, way how we communicate. So communicating more in the Treasury Working Group channel within the Pool Together Discord, but doing it in, in private threads um, while still allowing people to comment outside of those threads. So we can have discussions, people can see through some of our thoughts, um, but at the same time, things don't get kind of crowded in, in some of the work that we're doing. 
um, just to be a little bit more transparent. So I thought I would share some of those things. I think there's a lot of great discussions happening. Um, I did want to say thank you to Brennan for outlining his post on the governance forum. Um, we've had a little bit of chatter in the governance channel as well. But there's a lot of great conversations happening. And um, yeah, I mean, this is like one of, one of my favorite calls every week um, to join. So um, it's been a good week. And then I was on the podcast this week, which was a lot of fun. So um, hats off to everybody who's working hard for the Pool Together community and hats off to both of you, Leighton and Brendan, because I know you guys are always doing so much for us. Um, always great to catch up on Fridays. Thanks, Brave. And I really appreciate your response to the post as well. I think that's a really great conversation to have. Um, yeah, I'm still I'm still chewing it over. And same with Sean as well. Thanks for your post. Um, lots of good feedback, and it's a great conversation we should have. So, um, yeah, I'm glad it's happening. We, you know, we really need to optimize this treasury. It's just been sitting there in V3, which is like compound, which is the lowest, lowest yield out there. Um, so there's so much we can do with that, even on Ethereum. So looking forward to getting that going. All right, one last thing for everybody. Uh, Chuck built this for us. Going to post it here. Let's see. Where did it go? Here we go. Everyone tweet this right now. <laughs> GN, GN Gabber. We got a little a little graphic to share for people who are depressed today about the bear market and want to get in the pool. Awesome. Well, this is a great call. Thanks, everybody, for coming. Um, lots more to talk about. Uh, I'm going to hop off here, I think, but um, feel free to stay on if you want to. And, Before uh, you run, don't forget yeah. about the POAPs. So, oh, I always forget about the POAP. Yeah. That's okay. I just want to make sure you get it. I'm not going to close it. If, are we going to close the event or like are we going to end the, the official call now and then I'll finalize like who gets POAPs or do we want to wait and everyone will just get a message later on? Oh, wait, wait. Which which way? Wait, yeah, I think I think for the POAP purposes, we should just we should just do it now. Okay, one second. I will have it handed out to you in a second. What will happen is you either DM the POAP bot with, or you DM this DGen bot, just GM, or you can do the slash POAP claim command. I'm just going through the process of like sending it out now. Did you guys see this other tweet? This person <laughs> says the one dollar I won. I'm pulled together fighting off this dip. And it has the, the clip from Game of Thrones. It's pretty funny. So I'm just waiting right now while the bot tries and fails to send you all a code, and then you can get one manually. Saying is we should all ping it. Sure. Everybody. Oh, yeah, it works for me. I just got a I just got a code. So some of you might get a DM from the bot. Some of you will have to message the bot yourself, depending on whether you've enabled receiving messages from the bot. But 
It's ready now. I just claimed mine successfully. And if you have any questions, just let me know. And I'll try to help out. Awesome. Cheers. Thank you, Oops. Does the bot duplicate links for anyone else, or is it just me? So I see one. For me, it shows one for Zapper and one for Pool Together. So I think it's just showing both recent ones, if maybe that's the same thing you have. When I tried like to the Zapper, for Zapper, I have two of the same code. So maybe that. It, it did show me two of the same code when I tried to claim the Zapper one. Like... 45 an hour ago. So maybe that's what's happening for, to you. Yeah, yeah, that is. DJ and bots oh, got a couple of bugs that I've been talking to them about. Wait, so we're claiming 44 right now, right? Yeah. Correct, yeah. And it has... It, didn't, it now lets you claim from past weeks? Is that a new thing? It holds on to codes for you for as long as they're valid. So Nice. Codes are usually good for about 30 days they're manually adjusted so some might end sooner than that that's good because i don't think i claimed mine last week so i like that which app <laughs> let me that's see cool. what my collection is i know i like the it's like a dalmatian I just filled out the happiness survey. Oh, awesome. Yeah, please, let's, let's post that again. I'm just doing that. Just thought the same. Was an awesome call today, though. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah, please post that again, TR, just so people... Yep, there it is. And I think I'll just put it in the announcement coming days again yeah definitely okay i gotta hop off see right, everyone i'm hopping off too see you guys thank you see everyone bye guys i appreciate you all i will end this recording